The Big Light presents Hello, I'm Sean McDonald. You're listening to Blethered, and my guest is Paul Black. Paul is an actor, writer and comedian and the second person that I ever interviewed. We look back at our first episode from January 2019 and we discuss how much both of our lives have changed since then. We discuss TikTok and how influential it's been in Paul's career trajectory. And we talk about future career aspirations and as always, plenty more. This episode is brought to you by Don't Fret About Debt. If you're struggling with debt and you want a free chat with an impartial advisor, visit don'tfretaboutdebt.net or listen to my episode with Tommy Gallagher where we discuss the stigma surrounding debt in society and the various options that you have to deal with it. Free advice is also available from the Money Advice Service. If you enjoy this episode, feel free to share it. It's a great help. Cheers. Take two, because the first one is fucked. It's fucked, apparently, according to you. Aye, it was <laughs> um, it was the audio. There was an audio error. There's a lot of people been asking, obviously, we, we recorded uh, a while back uh, in my office when I was in the studio, and um, I the, the audio was corrupted. It's simple as that. Sometimes in showbiz, baby, these, thing, <laughs> these things happen. It happens. <laughs> um, I, fuck, can't even remember what they said the last time. <laughs> <laughs> and to um to ex- to explain for anybody who doesn't know, Paul was the you were the second person I ever interviewed. You just brought up there. We did it in the Blythewood Hotel. What what's your memory of what that was like? Because this is a very different setup to that absolute fucking amateur effort that uh, I was putting in at the time. I think we've both come a long way since then. Because <laughs> this is nice. Is. I know nobody can see where we are right now, but it's nice. It it's no the bar in the Blythewood. Um, but I do no I'll, t- I'll actually take this opportunity to say. And all this is because of Brian, who is the main man who puts, who makes the audio sound the way that it is, has the music, has everything stitched in nicely. So, um, thank you, Brian. I've, thanks, Brian. I've got staff. He'll, he'll kick my head in for saying that. That's a joke. <laughs> he's not a member of my staff. Um, <laughs> I'm scared he's going to come through the door and beat me up now. Uh, let's, this file. let's try and take a wee look at. Um, let's try and take a wee look at what things. Because I'm at. Right, do you know what I've got in front of me? What? The notes for the first time we spoke, twenty oh, fifth really? of January, twenty nineteen. How funny is that? Wow! It's now May twenty twenty one. Fucking hell! Um, what, what was what was your life like at that point? Because you've obviously I know, but just for the benefits of these staff, <laughs> you've heard it many times. <laughs> <laughs> what was life like then? Because obviously we were just talking about your your reception job and all that kind of thing, and now you're yeah. Well, that was so. That was January two thousand nineteen. So at that point, I was working at this kind of like film charity, as like pretty much glorified receptionist. Mm. Uh, and I'd just met with a producer called Kathy Spears, who worked there, and she'd said to me, "You should." I was telling her how I want to write, and I want to do more stuff. I want to do comedy stuff, and she was like, "Right here, this is what you'll do." I gave me a wee plan, and told me to start putting out content, and I did from then. And then, mm. at the point where I spoke to you last, we were probably. Um, I'd probably done quite a few online sketches, but uh, I hadn't moved on to anything else yet, like TV. And uh, since then, I went on and uh, wrote a pilot, wrote, directed, acted. <laughs> the you same are a writer, sang direct. the same tune. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I got to do that at the, into the end of 2019, uh, and I've been kind of inconsistently working as a writer since here and there. But um, yeah, now now I've moved on to the old... Uh, TikTok. So that really didn't answer your question of what my life was like was, then. I know, I, but you, you <laughs> I can't, can't remember. You, you can't, it, was, it was ages ago. It was I don't ages know. ago. Life was different. There was there was. It was less fine. Showbiz. It was all right. See what you're saying about being a writer. You just made me think of something there. Being a writer inconsistently. But do you not think you can only write when if you're truly a writer who's creating something that's that's funny or is entertaining or is good or whatever hits a spot. That surely only comes when you're inspired because you can't wake up and be a writer Monday to Friday, 95, 
you know, every single day because if if there's nothing there or there's nothing to write about, then... Aye, exactly. But that's the thing that you, you actually do have to do that, even though it doesn't come naturally. Oh, really? You need to kind of make it work because, well, if you've got a project, like it's different if you're just making your own stuff and you're going, I just want to work in my own time. But that's good. But then you're no likely to get... Mm commissioned on a bigger scale because if you get something commissioned you have a deadline and you're like I need to write by by this amount of words by this date and then you're just like oh fuck so you do need to sit down like treat it like a 95 job but that's when you start thinking can I even do this I don't even know if I want to do this like this is really hard and not enjoyable but I read something recently and it was someone saying about like writers don't enjoy writing they enjoy the the final product, and I was like, "Aye, that's how I feel." Because mm-hmm. I, I I do enjoy writing, but the actual physical like sitting down and typing shit out, shit out, I'm just like, I, I feel, wish I could just skip to the next bit. I feel like that's somebody just holding a gun to your head and going, "Yeah, be funny." Aye, like, and it's hard. But then I, I've realised now, like for a long time, I didn't put stuff out, and I was like, oh, "I don't have any ideas. I'm not inspired by it." And but then someone said to me like well, you just you can make it funny if you're a funny person you can make it mm. funny so it's no about no having ideas especially when it's online comedy sketches you can fucking you can make it about anything like anything that's slightly relatable or anything at all it doesn't even need to be relatable anything that's like some mad character there's so many options and I got so hung up on being like oh I don't have any good ideas and actually I was just being lazy Aye. see if it was me and that like somebody was like you need to write this you need to be funny I would then be because all the things I think are funny, or if I ever think about writing anything, it's always just stuff that's happened in my life. Aye. Whether it's a story or an incident or a night out. So I would probably be like, I don't know, looking for window cleaners and Aye. when they're up the ladder, like leaving a banana skin at the bottom and then watching <laughs> just to see, does anything happen here so I can write about it? I really trying to make it happen. I know, but that's the, the good thing about being, like I said, I've been working... I say it inconsistently. What I mean is, I've had jobs in between. Like Aye. I've not. I'd, when I first did, uh, when I first made that pilot, I quit my job, and I was like, right, I need to focus on this because I, I couldn't have a job literally because the amount of work I had today in mm-hmm. that time period. And then after that, I was like, right, this is it now. I'll never have a job again. And then I was obviously very naive because uh, not that long after that, I was working in doing some shifts in the bar that I used to work at at Christmas, like, just because I was like, I'm fucking skint, like, and uh, (laughs) for a while I was a bit proud to do that, and I was like, no, I don't want to do that, I'm a writer now, people know that that's what I do, but then I was like, fucking, I don't have that background that allows me to just be a writer, and and no work, like, I can't do it, that's just, no, I I would love that if, like, my mom was putting me up and being like, mother, yeah, can we extend my line of credit, like, it's just, but it's not happening, it's not an option, so, I actually don't mind now like I, I, and if I have to go back to no being a writer again for a bit like no doing it as my full time job I don't mind but mm-hmm. I had a point to make about this and now I can't remember what did you say to me before fuck knows mate I can't remember <laughs> what we are talking about no I was uh, well I said about being a writer um, is it difficult to, to just sit down and then I said about fuck knows jobs no, no I think I was I've, just engrossed in what you were saying well, I the, know I'm like that the next thing I w- there was a couple of things I wanted to ask just feel off the back of what we were talking about you mentioned um, working um, you know in, in the reception and meeting your producer and stuff yeah Th- there is often a cliche you hear when people say listen if you want to get in somewhere no matter what it is just get in anywhere and I always used to hear that and I think what the fuck does that mean like they'd say um, just get in cleaning because then you're uh, in the door and I'd be like but how does that help me but then you realise it's because you start to see the inner goings on and working and you meet people and you can communicate and you can work your way up Do you, would you obviously it's different for everybody but broadly speaking would you say to people if you want to do something whether it's I don't know work in the, work in the library or yeah. you want to be involved in music or you Aye. want to be involved in some sort of business just get in do you think that's a, a valuable way as opposed to solely going down the educational route and by the way I'm not bashing education Aye. or training I'm just saying it's not the only way well I, it does like you say it depends on the industry it depends on the individual but there's definitely pros and cons to just getting involved anywhere I just spilled water down myself sorry I was making a great point you just ruined it by <laughs> slebbering oil yourself <laughs> fuck sorry on you go no I, I right no don't worry about it <laughs> I, 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 there's pros and cons to kind of just getting your foot in the door in any industry like right. if it is just doing the odd job that isn't exactly related to what you want to do I've done that many times even my last job there was 
like I worked as a production runner on like a an office runner, sorry, in a like post production house. So mm-hmm. it was like play, a place that was editing films and editing TV shows, and it felt good because I was meeting people, I was meeting directors, and getting to tell them a bit about myself. But ultimately, I wasn't getting any closer to where mm-hmm. I wanted to be because. I don't want to be a runner, you know, that's not like the Aye. thing I want to do, but it, it, it feels good to just be surrounded by it in a way and you almost feel like, well, if I was just working in a bar again, then I, I wouldn't be, I'd probably be at the same level of closeness to my dream career, but this time I'm actually around people and in the industry and it almost gives you the kick up the arse that you're like, right, I want this. Mm-hmm. I, I want to do this because you're seeing people a lot and all the jobs I've had, I'm seeing people that are, I'm like, I could do that better than them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and they're doing it with confidence. So I'm like, if I just stay here, I, I can go, that's what I want to do, what they're doing, and I can do it. It's, it's like you're, hell, you're entering a headspace. Because and, and it, it forms your identity. It, for, it's, it starts to form your habits. There's that whole thing people say about you become the sum of the people you surround yourself with Aye. and all that kind of thing. And it, it does, it, you, if, it, if it's visible to you, then, then you will be doing it. Do you... See, we like saying not wanting to, to go back and do another job. Like, I totally understand that. Is it a fear of what people will think or a fear that you'll be like, oh, well, here I've taken, I've just come back again? Or is it a bit of both? A, a bit of both, definitely. And I, like I say, I don't feel that way anymore. Like, I understand that, like, that's just the nature of it. And Aye. sometimes I'll have to do that. But before, I definitely would be like, people are going to be like, especially when I was working in a bar when I did that shift after I'd had a show on telly and <laughs> yeah. people were coming up to me like, you're that guy, pure steam in the bar. And I was like, fuck's sake. I'm, I almost feel embarrassed because they'll be like, why are you working in a bar? <laughs> but people don't actually care. <laughs> people don't actually care. But it's just that thing that I was a bit like embarrassed, but like my mom always say to me, well, you need a job. So no, I totally get it. Yeah. And right. I, it's Hi. not because I think I've like pure famous or anything, because obviously not, but it's just that, it's that nature of being like, you feel like you're going backwards, but actually you're no, you're just, it's like, it's up and downs, it's aye, not a straight aye. line. No, totally. There, there are various fluctuations and, and you know, it, it has to be done. Um, the first thing I ever saw you you and your brother Mark do was the Glasgow video, Welcome to Glasgow, and there's aye. still people who think that's, that's genuine. And you've kind of kept that ability as you've gone through because a lot of people think, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, for anybody that's been living under a rock, you've been putting TikTok videos out for content and there's some of the funniest things ever. Like I showed Brian the uh, police investigating the people having like barbecues and stuff like oh, that aye. and c- cracking down the end that's having fun. And the two, I've seen it like eight times and the two were absolutely howling. <laughs> and the, fu- the, the funniest thing about all I think is, as you said, and you, you feel really vindicated by it, is when people aren't sure if if that's a real person or not Aye. when people think that's actually a real guy Aye, like stuff like the the Glasgow one and, and uh, kind of the more mockumentary style stuff I used to do it was actually it was brilliant because in the comments people would be acting as if I was a real person I wasn't playing a character <laughs> and and like pure giving me abuse but it's fine because I'm like actually it's funny because it's not even me Aye. like it's it's and it is, it is definitely validating to think people think, it real, think it's real and also that really helps things go viral because there's the people mix of people that get it and then the people that don't really get it. And then it's just like people that are raging about it and sharing it. And it's, I, oh, but I don't care, it all works. See, would you actually break that down? And I, I'm guilty, I'm guilty of doing it. I'm not saying like I'm some fucking neutral observer who isn't he, but is it no mental that you go, all right, it's written right, but if this was in real life, if you were to transfer internet behaviour to real life, Aye. it would be me going, I'm fucking raging. Look at that. Th- everybody, look at this thing that's made me angry. And it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, if, I know. It, if it's pure annoying, you just don't, don't, don't click it, don't Aye, watch it, don't share it. But I think that's something you get when you put stuff out. And I've been doing it for years now, so like, I'm so used to it. Like, Aye. I still do. Like, like I try no like read comments that I know people always say that, but I do because I'm just like I'll just spend hours doing it, Aye. and then you fixate on a bad one or you fixate on something that's just like this isn't funny, and you're like oh my god that person doesn't find it funny even though there's literally thousands of other people that have, are saying they, they find it funny but you do like hyper fixate on the negative but like, yesterday somebody messaged me and as well that's another thing if I share it and I did an article the other week about why I support independence mm-hmm. and then yesterday I just shared a thing about the you know about Palestine sporting Palestine mm-hmm. and every time I do it and it's slightly 
like not just about me. This is a funny video. People always, what I always lose followers, mm. and uh, two people always message me like, "Stick to what you're doing." Someone said to me last night, "Stick to making um, mediocre comedy videos that aren't that good." And I was like, "Mate, you follow me." I know. <laughs> see that? See that part? Or stick to stick to. Uh, like, listen, mate. Don't tell me to stick to making comedy videos because I don't walk into your house and tell you to stick to being attracted to your sister. Uh, right? Or to stick to being an arsehole uh, online. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, where, do, where do you draw that line? Stick to making comedy videos. So do you get to like the first minister and go, uh, stick to managing the health service and refuse collection? Like anybody's allowed an opinion. I know people do just feel entitled to t- like and see these things. A lot of them come in like message requests, which I don't normally read. So it's uh, like occasionally I'll see one for a while ago and I'll be like, this person pure hates me. And then they still follow me. I'm like, I don't get it. I know. But then it's, it's whatever. I just, I know I wouldn't, I never reply to stuff like that ever uh, just because it's, I actually think it makes you look a bit daft sometimes. Like, it does make you look a bit riled up. And I'm like, see if you just patch them. Mm-hmm. They don't even know if I've seen it. I know. They don't know anything. But this person the other day, I just told them to go fuck themselves. And then straight away, I was like, why did I do that? Like, and that's when he, because he replied something about my story and he went, this article isn't accurate because blah, blah. And I was just like, you're not like human. You need to like, fuck up, mate. And then I was just like, I literally was just like, fuck off. And then he was like, stick to making mediocre videos. <laughs> I've had some funny shouts like that as well. I'm not sharing them though because anytime I share them, my pals just keep saying them to me. Uh, I'll tell you what. That's true. My pals do that as well. All the time. They just, if they see anything that's been written about me or anything that I like, so you can see if I do like, I've done a few interviews lately and if I say something that I've just kind of said in the moment afterwards, I'm like, why did I say that? Sound like pure dafty. They'll just repeat it to mm-hmm. me forever. So hopefully uh, we'll get we'll get one of those wee sound bites on here and then we can just cut it and just right. and keep that'll be and stuff. <laughs> um see the social media quite keen to speak about that. Obviously if it, for for I would say for both of us, I mean correct me if you think I'm I'm wrong or mistaken here, but for both of us I don't think we'd be where we are without social no, media because definitely not. gets your work out there, connects you to people, you make professional connections, all these things. But when so when we first spoke um, and I, I'm hoping you'll say the line that you said. Um, remember oh, about Ned's? pressure. Ned's. Ned's and influencers. Oh, there's mayor. Right. Aye, I read that someone said there's mayor influencers in Scotland than there is Ned's now. Right, aye. And it's true. It is true. And that is funny. I've repeated that to a few <laughs> people. And I've, get, I've said, I was like, Paul said this. I stole it for somebody, wasn't it? You me? stole it, right? Aye. Okay, so fuck that. Then I'm not, I'm not giving you credit <laughs> Don't anymore. Give me credit. But anytime I say that, people burst out laughing. But then we all, we kept, we ended up having each time discussions about it. So when we first spoke, in a nutshell, it was, um, we spoke about the slagging culture and it was, because I was just starting the podcast, you were putting stuff out and it was like, while, I was like, while I genuinely don't give a fuck what MD thinks, there is always a wee bit of inner trepidation or, or like, um, uh, sort of, what's what's the word, when you're a wee bit reluctant to, to actually go because you're like, ah, like I'm putting something out there and I'm basically assuming either so for you you're assuming people are going to find it funny or they're going to watch it and for me I'm like people are going to want to listen to the questions I ask not so much what I say because I know I've got a propensity to ramble pish a lot of time but for most of the time the focus is on the guest Aye. and we spoke about that and it was like well fuck it you need to just go out and do it and and nobody's going to do it for you and you're either going to get looked down upon if you don't do something you're going to get slagged if you do do it so fuck it just go for it but now things have gone seem to have gone totally full circle or it's done like a complete 180 and now everybody seems to be making things what do you have any opinions on that or how that has sort of come about i think such a like a massive part of it is the rise of like tiktok is as one because People are not like, see the young, the generation below me, right? They don't, they are not embarrassed to do a dance routine in public. Like uh-huh. the people will date and like record themselves in school. Like see if when I was in school, if anybody was doing that, they would be getting oh, bullied. Yeah. And then I look back and I think in my head, I'm like, I can't believe they're not embarrassed to do it. And then I'm like, actually, why fucking should they be? Like it's in my head, I'm thinking that's already. But then actually I'm just like, who cares? Like it's actually probably in one hand, a better thing that the younger generation have less qualms about making an arse of themselves or putting themselves out there but then on the other hand it's like if absolutely everybody does that then if you're not the type of person that would 
feel comfortable doing that you mm. become a loud cat I don't know no it, it, it's a pure catch 22 it's like rocking hard place overall my, my opinion is good man like do do what you want to do and don't don't worry about it Aye. sometimes I think it goes a bit far where people then have zero self-awareness yeah like there, there's certain people I see I'm like fuck me man what are you doing like and and I, I don't actually believe this but and I think this is because I'm a product of of our time as being we guys Aye. and a, a, a product and environment of just being at school back in the mid 2000s when you would just get terrorised for anything like that Aye. and I sometimes think like you know that way um, sometimes it's not very it's not nice it's not great but sometimes they release like I don't know foxes into the wild to kill certain things I'm like maybe the Scottish government like in order to just keep things at a decent Aye. level like and to, to to maintain the the nature balance, I'm like maybe the Scottish government should set up a task force where they put in some bullies into schools just to, <laughs> just just to bring down bring down levels. You do like I'm sometimes you do think that people don't get bullies enough. No, I'm also joking. I'm aye, also aye. joking. <laughs> but you do well. I, I I would say I do look at people and go there is, and that's a good thing. But aye. there's obviously an absence of consequences for that because you wouldn't get away with that I think day. there'll always be something in the back of your heads that goes oh that's her idea like always <laughs> like or why is oh, that person not getting slagged for it because yeah. I even I have to check myself sometimes when I see somebody doing something and I'm like it's that thing you said about no having self-awareness I'm like how can they not know that this comes across like that mm-hmm. then I just think who fucking cares I just I, I need to just keep reminding myself like they just kind of I just focus on what I'm doing and then when I look at especially if I do people that are doing if I look at people that are doing comedy and like they're putting stuff out there as well like I always go oh wait maybe I should have done what they did here but I just have to be like mm-hmm. focused on myself because then I'll just start completely aye, the, uh, the plot. I think the, the for me the conclusion is that you do think you see things you go fucking hell I don't know man I don't know if I would have done that but then it's like well do you know what let these people exp- let people aye. express themselves you don't you don't need to worry about it too much. Um, and I just think as well, see, like, we'd, like, say the rise, I spoke about TikTok there, but the rise of, like, influencers on Instagram, just, aye. like, people who wear nice clothes and take nice pictures, like, a lot of people slag it, and it can obviously be quite vacuous and whatever, but see, for me, all I think is, see if people can do something that means they don't have to get a fucking 95 job that makes them want to kill themselves, then fucking let them do it. Aye, I don't care, and it, it, even if you don't like it, it's fine, don't follow them, like, it's. I don't care about like influencers that don't date. They're just good looking. Like who cares? Aye, you're not being fo- you're not being forced to follow. We've all made jokes. Aye. Like I've said things like in the past. You know, it's not going to be. It will not be long until you know influencers are punting discount codes at chippies, and it's like use my code for half price off your fish. I would use that. So would code. I. <laughs> and you're like you're joking. Sometimes a few of them <laughs> don't. They don't really like that when you make those Aye. jokes. They're a wee bit touchy. Which, do you know what? When I've taken a wee step back and I'm like, well, see if people are coming at you for all angles. And then you're getting it all day and then you see me, and I mean, this was years ago, but you see me joking about getting your discount code in the chippy. I get it. And I I think that as well. I'm like, just leave them be, man. Like, they're not hurting anybody. And nobody thinks they're fucking like, they're not taking Saving lives. Like, it is what it is. It's at face value. Like, this is what they people do. There's date obviously a market for it. People like looking at the pictures. People like looking at the stuff. So so just leave them. And and if it is if it goes on to if I don't know if people, if society collectively, re, re, I don't want to say rejects it, but it's kind of like moves nah, on I'm, from it. I moves on from it. We've like it just kind of fades out. Then fine. But no, nah, I don't really think they're harming anybody. I think because it's there's maybe a mix of it's something about new and people are like I don't fully understand this so therefore I don't like it because it makes me feel threatened or maybe they wish it was them aye true because who, I, I who think, doesn't want free stuff aye and I like I actually posted a video this morning right on t- TikTok for Taco Bell right so Taco Bell paid me money to post a video about tacos fuck Quite knows right. why Taco Bell need me strange, honestly who knows but um, <laughs> the stuff like that that comes along if you're anyone with a following of any kind offers like that come along mm. and like even like so like any of my pals who make like comedy stuff online uh, we always speak about it like kind of like oh what like do you think I should do this do you think that's daft if I take that offer but it's paying this much and mm-hmm. <clears throat> like obviously money talks and for me 
I don't care if for a bit I, I do things that are a bit of a ready that my pals will slag me for. I'll take the slagging because it means I don't need to get go and get a job again. <laughs> and when I have the time of that, when I have mere free time because I don't have a 95 anymore, I focus on the stuff that I actually want to do, which mm-hmm. is writing and acting and developing that. So for me, I'd, for a while, I'd be like, no, I don't want to do that. So I'd do. Did you see I'd post thing the other day? Aldi sent me pants. I wasn't sure if you were joking or well, not. That's what's that's music to my ears. Because actually, the lassie that sent me it, she was so lovely. She's actually a pal of my boyfriend's, and she um, was like, "Do you want this? Like, we're out of Aldi hoodies, but because Tommy Fury got a, an Aldi hoodie, and I wanted one, right. so I got Aldi pants." <laughs> And she was like, just post that how you would see if someone genuinely sent them, just be you. And I thought that was really good because she allowed me the total freedom Aye. to just... And also I pretty much took the piss out of it and then the caption said, I can't believe I'm doing this. And she was like, that's great. Aye. So it's like things like that. I'm like, I will do that because like it's money and it's... It, it, as well, it's a wee bit of content. Maybe some people not realise it's a fucking paid thing, but even though it says paid partnership with Aye. LD. Aye. But like... That is no what I got into, got into this today. Like, obviously, I didn't need to decide that Aye. I wanted to be like an influencer. I don't want to do that. But when things come along because I've got a following because of my comedy, I will take them. Exactly. Like you said, if if it helps you kick the can further down the road and, and it stops you from getting that job, that's funny. I, I've had I, I've had to say no to quite a few because I get offered ones that I'm like, ah, that's good money, but I can't sit and talk about, you know, alcoholism and gambling addiction and all that and then be like this episode is brought to you by insert betting company Aye. or like insert mad random booze company I'm like, well I think that's a good point because it's like see if you're doing something that you isn't like against your core moral values mm. then it's sound but like if it, I would never obviously do something that I'm like I don't agree with I wouldn't start punting fucking diet pills one because people be like why are you punting them they obviously every fucking work but also like like eating like that I wouldn't do like the odd thing and the Taco Bell thing was good as well because I just posted it on TikTok and I think a lot of people that have followed me for a long time on mm. like Instagram or Twitter know a lot of them have TikTok mm. it's, it's a new audience so um it's kind of like under the radar. My my pal says, um, my pal Jamie Flynn says I should get TikTok in order to pump leather. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm too old. Well, no, you're no, because see, I tell everyone this. Like, I'd, see, when I first seen TikTok, I was like, that's for Wayne's. It's a shite version of Vine. Mm. I'm not interested. I downloaded the app and I was like, this is brain rot. I hate it. It's this full generation that I don't understand. And then I thought, Paul... You will not become old. <laughs> you will not become irrelevant. You'll forever be young. You will not not understand what's going on. You'll always be in the know. So I went and and my cousin had said to me, she used it all the time. She was like, "You're a dafty if you don't start using this for you because you make comedy sketches." And I was like, "Oh, I don't know. I posted one. It did quite well, and then didn't post anything for a while. And then the last two months, I've just been trying to post rapid because mm. people keep saying to me, "Oh, you're on a roll," and I was like, "I was always on a roll. I'm just." But I'm just, just posting me frequently. Just Maybe put, that's what I roll means. No, I don't mean that. But like, I, yeah, I they having it on the one place, and it's so easy to get an audience. Like, I can't describe how easy it is for people to see your stuff. I don't know how it works, but Aye. that's why you should do it. Everybody should do it. Because I feel like also my ego would probably take a hit. See, if I only had like forty followers, I'd be like, oh, "Fuck this." What's well, that's what I'm this? saying because you will need because. It's so easy to get followers. Aye. I've got 110,000 followers on TikTok. And I've been using funny. it for two months. I am. I am. <laughs> That's one thing I am. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I've, I've been using it for consistently for two months. Aye. I've got 110k followers. Fuck I've been using sick. Twitter for 10 years. And I've not even got 50k on that yet. Am I going to need so to be like, one of these guys that's like, hashtag Scottish voices, hashtag yeah, Scottish accents. That's what you do. Hashtag cute Scottish And you get voice. air yourself. <laughs> but leave it the cute Scottish voice. But you do it and you just need to get air it. Because right. when I first did it, I was like, I'm so used to posting content to a guaranteed audience on Twitter. I know a lot of the people that follow me, I know who they are. Mm-hmm. they followed me for years. We follow each other. We interact with each other's stuff online. But there, with TikTok, it was like a whole new thing. I was like, I'm putting stuff out to nobody. I need to... Like, I've actually been lucky putting out videos. I've never really had something that's, like, majorly flopped. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been things that haven't performed well as others, but from the get-go, it was really, like, it, it's pretty consistent. And then that's why with TikTok, I was, like, putting stuff out here as, like, like, what if what if this happens or what if nobody watches it or what if it's just already, but... Honestly, it works. There's some fucking mad algorithm on it that works. So if I was to like, um, I don't know, just be like, all right, what's happening? Um, 
me and Paul sat down and spoke. If I just said it in this monotone, straight face, you still get people that interact. But can with it. You, can people share it and like like re TikTok? Well, something that's like weird because see, that's what doesn't make sense. We have TikTok. It's not like there's no like a retweet thing. Mm. It's like you don't have a profile where you retweet things on it. It's just likes. Mm-hmm. You can share stuff. You can share it to your Instagram story. You can send share right. the link and whatever. And I think when you get shares up, it boosts the kind of audience. But um, it's uh, I I don't know. Like you could put a wee bit of effort in there. But if you genuinely like, hi, my name's Sean. Like I'll definitely get like at least twenty likes just for you saying that. Twenty is enough. Twenty. 20. I mean, we need followers. Like if you had any followers and you don't, right. ha- and you said hi, my name's Sean. Like nothing doesn't get a like. I think I will probably set it up and just do wee videos being like, oh, blah, oh what's happening? Aye. Here's who I spoke to. Maybe even get a wee video with them. Come and watch it. It's, it's not going to do any harm. Um, but the one thing I'll need to do is no go on it because I will lose. I can lose hours. I've lost years. I've <laughs> honestly, see, since using that, I, I like, I honestly don't know where the day goes. I just sit there and it's like fucking two hours have passed and I've been on this same app. Like it's Aye. it's brain rot. Because I've I've got a pure cheek where I'll say, um I'll I'll look I'll go to TikTok and I'll go, nah, the TikTok. But I'll look at TikTok and I'll go <laughs> just sounded fifty. But I'll look at it and I'll go, nah, that's a pure, that's that's fucking brain damage. I'm not thinking about that. But the videos that I laugh at the most Aye. are cut they they'll Know how like when somebody on who only uses Facebook will show you a meme and you're like, I saw that two weeks ago on uh, Twitter. I see videos two or three weeks later on like Twitter because from, get, TikTok. from TikTok. Uh, I basically what like I, there's sub there was there was one I can't even see what it was. I'll show you it when we finish. So and last night my pal sent me it and I was like my head was tilted back and I was laughing like a pure Disney villain. Because I was just pure roaring with la- like I think. Oh, see when something makes you feel that way, like I've just a fucking video online, like <laughs> you know it's good. That, loads of years do that. The um, thank you. What was the one? I think one of the ones I laughed at most. The police one was amazing, but um, the one I don't know if you and the, to... the taxi when the pubs. Oh, aye. Michelle McManus. That got me a follow from Michelle McManus. Aye. Well, that's something I want to talk about. You, you get. Because then Martin Compson followed you because oh, yes. you did one. We Marty. Mutual pal of ours. Aye, aye. Be tight for years. Best pal, Marty. Um, and Nicola Sturgeon. Aye, oh, she followed Sturge. me first. She, I think she followed me first. Did she? About I think that. it was I the same about day. It, first. it was the same uh, you day. You tweeted about it first. So basically it was me. I was just She waiting. probably followed you because she seen felt that. Bad. I, I, she felt bad because I tweeted about her following me. Like, it's not worry about it. I only shared it once I saw you sharing it and I thought, right, that's all right. I've got the green Well, everybody here. was sharing it. Yeah, it's cool though. There was a lot of people in that call, weren't they? There weren't was, there? I. But you, you, if anybody never saw this call, we had, um, we were on a, a Zoom we we call her Nikki, but to you she's Nicholas I called Sturgeon. her Nikki on that Zoom Did and you? I straight away shot myself. I was like, <laughs> at the end of my question, I went, cheers, Nikki. And I was like, why the fuck did you do that? It was a bit well, too you, personal. You fucking one-upped me because I said, um, what was it I said? I was like, there's, do you ever you, get... I was trying not to laugh because you swore. Oh, that sounds like we're literal 10, but <laughs> like, I mean, you said like, how do you handle that pish? And I was like... Pfft. <laughs> but then you said because and I was like do you ever do you never want to just chuck it and go and make money elsewhere because you've done a lot and you're constantly uh, in the firing line but you fucking went up to me but you I, I was hoping on some of the clips that I would have been visible because I was howling because <laughs> you then said I'm telling you what you said back to you um, do you like if I was you I would just chuck it and go and dancing on ice I would I that. mean that genuinely <laughs> and I can't wait till she can do that when she Imagine. goes I've done my work here's done and she actually said funnily enough that that's that the one she would go on because she likes like, ice skating I was like why did I not think of that that was much funnier than what I said I wasn't I, trying to be funnier I'm a, I'm a I serious was. journalist mate I'm not and I was trying to be funny and I thought all that <laughs> I want to achieve here is I want to make her laugh that was and um, I did it, it, do you never think it's quite hard sharing your political opinions and stuff because every, you know, everybody's entitled to have their political opinion but it does come with that blowback didn't it do you never just, do you never just think oh fuck I'd be fine because actually often unless it's something I really like the the thing that happened in Pollock Shields yesterday with those with the immigration enforcement yeah. know that it matters if I see anything but I felt really inclined to express how I felt because I felt really moved by it like, so did I you know I was genuinely like, I was balling my eyes out so in the video of when, when they got let out and like see things like that all we need just, over that is Michelle McManus all aye, this time exactly he really lifted it 
but um, I like stuff like that. Again, my, me sharing it isn't. I don't. It's not going to change it, and it's happening. But it's. I think as well that whole thing. You've got followers, so you you share it, and more people see it, Aye. and that's it. But for me as well, I don't shy away from sharing it. Well, that's especially something like that oh, at Paul Shields because absolutely. it's like. Imagine saying, "Oh, I don't really like to talk about things like that." Like you don't want to talk about basic human rights. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a I bit know. weird. Aye. But and I did think for a while. Sometimes I do kind of just not say anything when certain things are like issues are going on and because I think there's a lot of people that just like to like like the sound of their own tweets yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and they like I'm just like there's nothing I can add to this that hasn't been said already yeah. I can share other people's resources but sometimes I'm like I don't feel inclined to try and write something about that and mm-hmm. when I did that article about independence I really struggled because I thought like this isn't like I'm I was just thinking the full time what are people who are actual journalists or people that are like write articles going to think when they read this they're going to think I'm a dafty Mm -hmm. or because it's something so divisive I'm like the people that are against it they're going to pick apart everything I say Mm -hmm. so I was just like I don't want to act like I'm saying it in groundbreaking here I just Mm -hmm. want to be honest and say how I feel and and from then when I did that interview I thought that's kind of how I'll go on when I'm talking about anything political because I know that I can't add like personally I'm not going to add anything that there's experts on every field, do you know what I mean? So, like, for me, I'm like, I share things I care about. I will not shy away from it because I actually don't care because if people don't like, like, people, like, especially when people that I like your videos, but now I don't, like, a guy said to me, funny guy, but such a shame he's spouting such drivel. I'm like, that's so, a compliment in itself. So you've said funny guy, so I'll take it. <laughs> like, after you I saw don't that, care I don't... what you think of my political opinion. Because... I, I don't care what you think about my like sort of intrinsic human yeah. qualities. Like you think I'm funny, that's fine. No, it's it's annoying. No, and do you know what? If I'm trying, I'm trying to be like as as uh, understanding here as possible. But I don't know. Maybe there is sometimes. Ah, I just still don't think it's comparable. It's just sometimes I see people that are funny, and then I see them saying heavy like far far right wing stuff like oh, so, so then I go fuck's sake man like fuck it Morrissey aye it's, it's probably well it's Mo- Morrissey that's funny bro Morrissey because I'm literally the biggest Smiths fan I nearly got a Smiths tattoo when I was 18 right and I'm glad I did not I went to see Morrissey in Madison Square Garden right in 2017 some might say that that was after Morrissey was, was a known that. wank and I would agree and I, and I think about it I didn't post it on social Aye, media so, so <laughs> like I would case, agree other because I was like separate the artist for the art but then I'm like but even with Morrissey Sometimes I'm like but as well like a lot of Morrissey and what a lot of people like liked about him when he was in the Smiths that he's so like you, you're actually not separating the artist for the art because the lyrics you're hearing they're totally him mm. and you're falling in love with that as well but then now it's like fucking hell like, shut what? up I, so now I just I like I, maybe there's an instance where you can separate the arts to the arts I, but... I think so but what I was going to say was so there's times when I look at people and, and I then will my opinion on them will be influenced or impacted by how I see them as a person or where they stand on not even because right there's been on the political spectrum right and you could say you know I'm probably right of centre and I'm right wing and I'm fiscally conservative and I believe in upholding and conserving uh, traditional values, blah blah blah. I thought you, you were talking about yourself there. No, 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 no. If somebody, if <laughs> somebody, no, 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 ready to fucking <laughs> where's the trap door here? Where's the emergency exit? No, I'm saying if somebody was saying that, then I'd be like, okay, that's that's your opinion, and that's Aye. that's fine, that's totally fine. But when it's fucking far right, when it's like you know, white, what everything that far right entails, then obviously I think it's probably quite justified to be like. Mm, my opinion on you and your work has kind of changed a wee bit oh definitely and but I don't if, I, I, sometimes you can't even listen to stuff like and then go it's like fucking hell. every time a Michael Jackson song comes on the radio I'm always still a bit like I want to sing along but then I want to go no I, it's weird like, it's like it just makes you think about aye. things more mm. so for me I but I don't want to turn into a Joe Rogan podcast I know I know I know we don't want to get to that but no I so so you will share things, um, or you you kind of share your opinion. I think that's a positive thing. Aye. Um, there was something else. What was there was something else that we spoke about for quite a bit, and I think we got quite in deep into it. You can't remember, can you? Because neither. I can actually I. can't remember what happened yesterday. Mm. So I'm glad. Good this, luck. I'm glad this is the episode that's going out though. And Aye. No, no, that's actually a wee bit more to talk about. Were, were you hung over that day? 
It was a, it was like a Monday or a Tuesday. Probably. I think I was hungover, and my, my I'm always quite flat. Aye. If I'm, but if I, I'm high. I, do you know what I notice when I do recordings, like, and I listen to them back, I'm like, I'm so fucking monotone. So I need am some. I. But then when I when I do videos, I try and you know I amp it up, and I'm a bit more mm-hmm. colourful. But um, with this, I'm like, I listen to it and I go, fucking hell, man! And you this, sound like you hate. hate I, and this is my main thing. Aye. So it's not like if, let's say you're just Aye, coming into these things. <laughs> I'm doing this every week, every few days, and, and I can be I can be quite flat. I, I asked you about this. Did you ever um, follow up with the sad way thing? I I mean I mean thinking about that because I'd mentioned it on your podcast. I was like, right, I've said it out loud and something that's accessible to the public. Explain to people what sad way it was. The idea. I think it, I can't even mind if I said to that I wanted to do a podcast or I wanted to do videos. Vi- videos. Ah, you were like, no, you were saying videos, not podcasts. <laughs> There's enough fucking competition in here. <laughs> um, I I wanted to do videos just about talking about like different things about mental health but now like I feel like there's so much that covers it back then it was only a few years ago but now I feel like everybody's kind of talk I'm not saying like I'm not doing no doing it because it's no trendy <laughs> I just mean like again what can no, I weigh into it but totally get you for me like I, like I spoke to this in an interview I did the other day like I'm such an anxious person right like all the time mm. like that I think people probably don't expect it because I do something that puts myself out there but I'm not like I thought for such a long time that being anxious meant so meant exclusively socially anxious, and I was like I'm not really socially anxious, so then I don't have anxiety. But for that, that's been a big part and why I didn't put stuff out for a long time because mm-hmm. I just total type of thing that kind of overtakes, and you just kind of go, you have to focus on sorting that out and mm-hmm. kind of getting to the bottom of that. And there's so many things I've had today just to make myself kind of level headed to be able to put stuff out again and be. I fucking sound like I'm actually making TikToks, but you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, like, just today, something creatively. Because, you know, reducing it to just a TikTok, it, they're, they're hilarious sketches, which every single time just spread like absolute wildfire. So you're creating comedy in the main platform, or the, the pr- uh, primary platform for it happens to be TikTok. But when you say about about anxiety, is it a worry of what will happen, what will, how will it be react, received? Or? Um, it's not even today, like always today with like stuff I put out, I just mean in general, like right, I have right. it in it, but I definitely, that filters into it, like um, when you're putting stuff out, there's obviously the normal anxieties. It's weird though, because I, I, I read something the other day and someone said, people nowadays have forgot that the word nervous exists, because they just <laughs> they use the word anxious all the time, and I was yeah. like, I wonder if the two are actually as interchangeable as like, because like, mm. I feel like now it's like everyone uses words to describe their mental health that don't, it's, I, I, this is a total tangent, but um, on TikTok there's such a trend of people like diagnosing themselves with things. It's mm. a thing that's like an epidemic of people diagnosing themselves with stuff because TikTok's told them it and a massive one's ADHD, right? Mm. I mean, I think I have ADHD and I always have, but My I don't have always said that to me. I think anyone that does it in creative to some extent, you've got ADHD, but I don't have a formal diagnosis. But on TikTok, people, it, it's ridiculous. It'll be things like, did you know that if you can focus and unfocus your eyes, um, it means you've got ADHD? And then people will be like, oh my God, they'll be ringing up their GP <laughs> that second. There is a thing with TikTok that is kind of, I think it's because the way the language we use it's evolved so much like if we would say depre- you felt depressed or you felt anxious even 10 years ago it feels like a bigger deal than it does now mm-hmm. because people would just be like I'm so depressed today and they mean it so casually people would say they're bored and they'd be like I'm so depressed today Aye. and then um, but the way now, it's like the word doesn't have enough weight now that mm-hmm. people are looking for other things because yeah. depre- like depression and anxiety are total spectrum like and they can range from like massive extremes do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. it, like now saying you're depressed people are like that doesn't sound good enough I need to find something else that fits what I feel even though it could just be severely depressed and same with anxiety and it's like and this is why I think this is just my analysis of uh, TikTok nowadays of that I think so many people are keen to jump on diagnosis or trying to get a diagnosis for a sort of condition mm-hmm. because they feel like the, the way they've described their mental health before is kind of been downplayed just because it's so it's spoken about so much now like obviously there's still stigmas around it and that but like yeah. compared to like every year it changes 
feel like everybody t- does, most people do talk about it now. I, I, I feel like it's always been kind of levelled up constantly. And it's like, well, you're depressed. Oh, I'm depressed. Aye, I'm aye, like, aye. I, I always think um, it's such a positive thing coming on leaps and bounds. But as you say, it then sort of takes the weight away for certain words or, or understandings and things. And one thing I try and I don't ever try because it's not my business to. But when I, if, if pals of mine speak to me, I'll say like, look, it's we are humans and, and your emotions will fluctuate and your, your mood will fluctuate and you are having a human experience and I'm not saying that you don't feel really down. I'm yeah. not even telling you that you don't, you're not Aye. depressed. Of course I'm not, but I always say just consider because a few days ago things were great and a few, days, and a few days coming things will be great and I know that's how, how that can manifest Aye. itself as well but it's like just remember, you know, we are humans and, and don't be rushing to diagnose and go, no, no, that's it. Because you're yeah. kind of boxing yourself in a wee bit. It's like... And also that can be dangerous in ways of like if you get a misdiagnosis because you can literally read the symptoms of everything online. See, if I went to the GP, I could try my absolute hardest to get diagnosed with something if I want to. And it might happen. And if it does, I could you could be wrongly med. There's a lot of things where Aye. I think people are... Um, yeah, it's just the way we've kind of changed the way we discuss mental health. I, I, if I am, mate, I, I am pretty sure I could diagnose myself as pregnant a lot yeah, of times. Cause, and when, when, when me you, too. You kind of, right now. When you, you're like reading, <laughs> pregnant with emotion. Yeah. But when when you're reading stuff, and I, it can be quite easy to box yourself in. And, you know, like this isn't a, a, a public health broadcast. This isn't me saying, well, I'm an expert in this because I'm not. Aye. However, I just say, I'm like, look, it's it's normal to you have, you're going to have ups and downs, man. It's it's a very normal thing, and hi, don't don't be thinking you're you're completely mentally unwell when really, yeah. you know, I, like I think I said this at the time. It's like I would I would ask myself the question and go, am I experiencing depression or is it January? Aye. Is it Tuesday? There's so many factors. I like, I think I, I've, without I'm sounding a, like a, a GP that doesn't sympathise, like because I could be like at a GP and being like telling them like the most extreme symptoms that I've had of like feeling depressed, and they'll just be like, "I think you have low mood," and I'm like, "I don't have fucking low mood." <laughs> like, and the, but I, I do Aye. feel for them in a way because it's it's hard. It's, a ro- it's, a it's hard, hard place, and it? it's hard to. Because you don't know what kind of answer that person's looking for. Like some people be like, they don't want you to tell them they're depressed, and then some people want you to tell them for the uh, kind yeah. of so you can get the help. But um, uh, it's a complicated one. It must be hard for kids as well, because you know, like we talk about young people, they have grown up sort of with their existence and environments being permeated by social media. Like they've never known any, like life without it, and therefore it's then difficult to detach from that and that kind of yeah. thing. And I feel like sometimes the educational things or conversations are leading young people to, it's almost like sometimes occasionally pushing them and going, well, you're in one of these boxes. And, yeah. and like, if you feel that way, oh, you get anxiety. Because people uh, say that, I've got, you know, I've never heard so many people saying that in all my life. And it's like, Okay, yeah, I don't for a second not disbelieve you, but I'm like, I, obviously, I try to choose my words really carefully because I don't want them to be misunderstood or misinterpreted. It's kind of like not a, a lot of things can be circumstantial. Yeah. First, take a look at your external circumstances and and think: Is there anything that's bringing me down? Because for me, fortunately for me, every time I've had any like proper dark periods it's been circumstantial and it's probably like just totally worsened whatever I was feeling say I was feeling a bit down about mood uh, is really, really 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 low and then there has been those things and, and, and God that can affect you just as much as anything like I'm not saying what so your life's falling apart and uh, all these things and you've got money worries oh well you're not depressed I'm not saying it's it's, it's any uh, it's it makes it any easier but it's like Aye, it's a very. We're getting into I know what you mean, mean aye. Aye. We're and I, a minefield here. Aye, and and I I know what you're saying about using choosing your words wisely because I don't want to sound like I'm saying that aye, people absolutely. are not like. Of course, loads of people are suffering and they need the help. But for me, a, a big thing that changed a lot that really helped me with like depression, anxiety was CBT therapy, and yeah. I a thing that I learned from that was um, the therapist saying that a lot of people's issues are a, a problem in living. And um, the these are the kind of tools that allow you to kind of handle these feelings mm-hmm. instead of 
I don't know. I don't know how to word this right, but no, you know what I mean. mean that it's, it's this CBT therapy helped me a lot for like um, just dealing with anxious feelings, and then when a feeling comes up, instead of like going into panic mode, how to deal with it. Like there's so many things that I've had to kind of rewrite how I react to them, so I don't yeah. like start panicking or having a panic attack or something. And it's it's honestly been the most helpful thing in my life. Like, I and get, I'd recommend I, it to everyone. I, I get a similar feeling at times, but a lot of times. And I just thought, oh, that's just, I, I was like, that's just part and parcel normally being a human. Like once a uh, day, my stomach will churn or seize up because you think, what about this or what about that? Or like I, was, I actually read it yesterday, there was a funny thing and it was like um, a text exchange between you and your anxious feelings. Uh, and it's like your anxious feelings text you saying, what's happening? And you text back saying, nah, nothing, why? And then your anxious feelings text you back again and say, are, are you not worried? <laughs> and then you reply saying about what and your anxiety goes I don't know and then it's like oh my god you're right uh, <laughs> it's and so I, true it just like things will come up or my, but I'll be having a great time I'll be sitting on a beach somewhere and then uh, some thought will come up like remember you've not done this or you've not, thing, you've not uh, achieved this or, or whatever it might be and it just always pops up but I, I think my, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of part and parcel of being human which is unpleasant but it's learning to do I know it. and it's, uh, it's about actually handling the th- instead of being like oh I shouldn't be having those thoughts that are like negative or like I mm. should do this or I've I'm no achieved this or that it's instead just like allowing the thoughts that's like thing I learned for CBT uh, therapy as well that you just like sit and go aye that sound like you just let them pass through right. and you don't have to be like oh my god this, like, this is going right. to kill me that was another thing I saw as well uh, I've lost it now but oh there it's there Treat emotions like visitors that are passing aye, I through. Seen that. I thought it was such a nice image I, I as well. That. I was aye. like, I that is true. And I always try and say as well about high not just lows, but about highs. And this sounds like the most counterproductive thing to having a good life, but I always think try and stay balanced and stay in the middle because so, when I've had a real major high, like say it's been a work thing or some achievement, or yeah. you have this major high, and then there's a bit of a crash down because you're like, fuck. And you're never going to be constantly up high. You're, you're also not going to be constantly on the floor. And I think it's, I've found life a lot easier. And I'm like, do you know what? Highs and lows are going to come. Aye. If I stay grounded and stay in the middle. And it even comes down to, don't listen to, not don't listen to people, but if somebody tells you you're brilliant, thank Aye. them and be like, I think you're completely right in what you're saying. But yeah. I'm not going to get carried away. I'm joking. But Aye. I'm not going to get carried no, no, away. No. And if somebody tells you you're a prick, just be like, well, not really that bothered. Because also, if you do listen to all the good stuff and just believe it without question, then you have to kind of believe the the more negative bad stuff. And I think it also, that ties in with those feelings. If you go, well, this high is how it's always meant to be, unsustainable. You're fucked. Exactly. And that's a, that's a thing I had to learn about and still learn and I haven't learned it yet, but I'm trying to. <laughs> about like kind of that whole living in the moment thing. Because see, for me, when I've, like you say, achieved highs in my career, like, I think, like, I've literally sat with my family and a show that I've written is on the te- like, mm-hmm. actual telly. Aye. And they're all, like, so buzzing. I'm like, why do I not feel as buzzing as you? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, because in my head I'm gone, I have done that, but that wasn't actually that hard to get or, like, it was a kind of a fluke. And then, like, uh, but, like, that's just one episode. I want to do a series and then I want to make more TV and I want to make films. Like, I'm not even nearly where I want to be. But that's mm-hmm. shit because if you feel that way then you'll never ever feel like satisfied with something because you're always in my head I'm always right no but on to the next what are we yeah. doing next it's like actually trying to just sit back and be like this is good right now and like just enjoy it's so it's so hard to do it it's difficult so easier said than done but in my head I'm trying to be more like just enjoy I'll, the moment I, I always have the way I because I've went through periods of only focusing on what's coming and then I've also gone through periods of only focusing in the moment uh, like even just work wise like in a way of this and then what I find happens is if I look too far ahead then I don't enjoy what's happening just now and then I think it can maybe impact the quality of what's going out but then when I'm only focusing on right now then you sometimes get a point you're like fuck I've uh, not got anybody coming in the studio <laughs> well, I'd it's see, like a, a wee balance or always having one or, uh, occasionally having one eye in the future and going right let's live in the future for today because we're going to Aye. plan and then we're going to come back and then you periodically visit the future well this is why sense. like again I mentioned this in an interview the other day my pals all kind of slag me for it because I'm obsessed with that the power of now but mate I was with. just about to say with Eckhart Tolle absolutely amazing well, well that's all he always says like you're always 
it's always now and you're always living in the now. You, you can plan when you go out of the now to like plan for the future. It's purely for practical purposes and then you come back into the now. Y- yes. And that's that, that, that that's what you need to do. That's um that is granted pure Joe Rogan territory. Like, hey yeah. guys, there's this little known book. Yeah, this little known book that I did like when I started telling people I didn't like, know it's one of the most popular self help books. It's like, it's like maybe the fourth best selling book good. of all time. I've it's read it about five right? times. And I it, love it. And the, I and the whole concept of basically just being like, look, the past doesn't exist and it's gone and it cannot be affected. Uh, the future is a thing that doesn't exist because every time you get to the future, you're still in today. And it's like uh, all you can worry about or focus on is, now. is today. Right? That, I, I would, in all seriousness, really recommend that book to anybody. I think, see, for people, I think a lot of it can <clears> seem a bit inaccessible because it's... Say a lot to do with spirituality and a lot, of, and they talk about Jesus at bits and stuff. And straight mm-hmm. away, I appeared, I was like, What? No, I'm not interested in this. But I persevered. And then when he was like, Oh, you don't need to use God, just change it for a different word or yeah. whatever. And there's a lot of it that I actually thought this is a lot more accessible if people kind of have the bit of information for it. Like, just take what you like from it. Like, you don't need to, it's not like a, the, yeah. you don't need to treat it like the Bible. Like, read it and you go, Actually, that's good. Oh, I don't agree with that. That's fine. Aye. But. I like, I, I, like, I like that that bit about fucking about um, being nice to people but that Leviticus stuff's a bit fucking is Leviticus the pure mental stuff what's the one that's like whoa oh, fuck book of Leviticus aye probably the one Old that's about tattoos aye. and shellfish and being gay what is it aye. what does it mean aye. Uh, aye what's the other one fuck what's that there's a bit... I went to church till I was 10 I should know is this it, shit know oh, there's, there's one that's pure nuts I can't remember what it is some, there'll be some mad some some cleverer person than me will be shouting at the at the radio or the radio. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean. Whatever fucking sound contraption you're listening to. Um, coming up, is it a bit such a broad, boring question? But coming up, work-wise, there's obviously things you can't. I'm I'm miming here. One of the things you can't tell me. Do you know? What, do you know what I'm miming? I know what you mean. Aye. Aye. Yeah, can you, you can talk about that? Can you? No. No. Um, that's fine. Aye, there's a, I, I love saying that. If anyone wants to know that, it's just DM me, I'll tell you, man. I don't care. I can't join Well, hell, he doesn't even know what it is. I won't say it in this way. But, um, I so there's a few different things I've, I'm working on the now, but it's weird because you're always like in development. It's like, I and I, because I was saying earlier about wanting that kind of like, oh, I want to be on to the next thing, I always want to let people know as well what I'm doing when it's not necessary. I do that <laughs> but, as well. And so I've tried to not do that now. Like, I've like I've got a few projects that I'm working on right now. There's some that are in, I'd say in development, like, that could mean fucking it. Well, we spoke about that, didn't we? And, and I'll, now that I've got a second chance, I'm not going to speak as, um, as viciously as I did. Okay. But do you, you, you agreed with me about there are producers or there are people who will they just try and keep you on hold like a, a guy who he doesn't even want to go with you but he doesn't want anybody else to have you and it's always Aye. like just try to keep you there but never actually doing it and you're like gonna fuck off then Aye, just exactly email open the door or close it because that's that's it's frustrating because again i was quite naive to this because how easily i'm not easily it was a lot of hard work but me getting a pilot on tv was because i put sketches online and and there was like a kind of undeniable audience because yeah. they could see that it, like they could see it it wasn't like oh we don't really know how this yeah. resonates with people they could see it so that is how I ended up getting a pilot and then after that I was like okay let's do a series now and it's kind of like oh well we'll see if we have the money to do this and that and it's a bigger issue of like Sc- Scotland the BBC Scotland don't they just don't have the same funding like Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a whole separate issue about Scotland and how Aye. Scotland is considered in every aspect by the union. But <laughs> um, I so there's there's so many factors, but it's really difficult to get something made. Like it's really really hard, and Aye. it takes years of putting stuff in and out. And a lot of people say to me, "Oh, what what you doing when you didn't marry that? I watched your show when you didn't marry that." But now it's kind of been overtaken me. People that have found me through TikTok and don't even know that. So it's like I kind of that was a wee. Mm. obviously we trial run now I get uh, I get to I do, hopefully to get again. to do it again um, but I so it, it, there's definitely things TV wise in the pipeline mm-hmm. stuff know, some yeah, things we'll things see things are happening you'll be on um, no I think uh, it's interesting what you say about you were um, the, the those opportunities came because it was an, un, an undeniable audience and an undeniable reaction to it and it it kind of backs up the thing I always say like 
Nobody, there's two things. Nobody's going to offer you a seat at the table. So you have to either demand it or you have to build your own table. Aye. But well, also, what I was going to say to reduce that as well, the main thing is do something you enjoy, do it well, and, and it'll go where it's going to go. Yeah. A lot of people, I think, start things or, or, or undertake things with the the thought or the intention of this will go viral and I will get a lot of adulation or a lot of yeah. back slaps and plaudits and whatever and it's like nah don't don't worry about that just go and make something you're interested in that you enjoy and it'll it'll take care of itself aye no definitely and that's what if people ever say to me like what kind of advice you give people that want to do it it's just like you can't um, wait for permission mm-hmm. because you're you'll never get it aye and that's the thing now that we live in an age where we can just put stuff out mm-hmm. and that it's gotten so many people so many opportunities because of that like mm-hmm. you don't need to wait I honestly don't have a fucking clue how you used to do it like my oh, mum used to always I... say to me just go stand outside BBC we have placards saying give me a job and I was like mum I wish it worked like that but it doesn't don't know what kind of 1980s shit you think's going to happen here Aye. but it's not That's like you can't just walk into reception and like somebody will be like there's some plucky young upstart I'm going to bring them in like even the whole commissioning process for for networks and stuff where I've had li- little like small involvement and you're like fucking hell like, how could you even be bothered aye, like, I know and, I the, definitely. and the briefs that they put are so broad and all that and aye, and it's hard because it's like getting something scripted commissioned in Scotland is very difficult especially mm. if I work with an independent production company um, and they like I have a great relationship with the producers I work with and I want to continue to work with them obviously I want to I, I'll work with different people and stuff but a lot of the time it's kind of when you pitch ideas they kind of try and pawn you off to a di- like more established people or yeah. but in me if I did that I know I would lose like kind of my own voice in the writing mm-hmm. because it would be changed and it would go through other people and I'm not precious with Mark in the sense that I'm like I don't want I, I know what's funny and nobody else does I don't mean that I just I have a good relationship we a production company where we make stuff that I know mm-hmm. is authentic to me. Like I don't want to put stuff out and go, I hate that. And there's always the risk of that happening if there's too many, too many cooks, cooks spoil, spoil the broth. The, the broth, no that. Aye. Aye, too many no. cooks ruin my comedy. Aye, <laughs> it's like, but it's like then what matters to you is it, and and I know what you say, but I'm, I know what you re- really will actually mean. though it's like. What, what is more important putting work out where you're like that's funny as fuck and that was what I came up with and that is an expression of me or is it just get on TV they change it they put in canned laughter and you get the money uh, like obviously you need to wait up uh, but, uh, um, money talks do you know what I mean but for me self respect's not going to pay for my holidays I will not like see if there's something I've done and I don't like it or it's been changed in a way like I will only share it because I don't I just don't want to uh, like I just don't want it to come across like because I'm just like, people are going to think I wrote that or people are going to think mm. I did that and I didn't. <laughs> and that's, that's just, it, it means the most to me that people realise that I'm being authentic. Yeah. You know what I mean? I sound like a wank now. But, um, You're a I, wank. I am a wank. But uh, I, we, it's quite difficult to get people to trust you. Like it, It's hard to be like, listen, I've got this idea. I know this will work or I'm pretty confident that this will work. Mm. And people just don't want to take risks. It needs to be a like a cert. It needs to be like they want yeah. this character doing this because they know that exact formula has worked before. But sometimes it's just not like I had someone say oh, to me before. Be formulaic like that. That's aye. just comedy by numbers. So when you present ideas, they're kind of picked apart, and that's mm-hmm. fine. That's just the process, um, and I'm totally open to that. But it is hard to say like when you're tr- desperately trying to convince someone, like just give me a chance and see what uh-huh. happens. Like I. I and I don't mean this in a big-headed way at all, like what I said earlier, where there's like an undeniable audience. I only mean that because I present that to them and I say, look, this, I, uh, this, this amount of people have engaged with this. Yeah. I'm not saying that like I'm what I'm doing is groundbreaking or amazing. I'm just saying there's an audience, so let me, please just let me make a TV show. <laughs> if, if you were able to wave a magic wand and, and it was even just one year for you now, how, how would the world look? I mean, both how would can, the world look how would my how world would, look <laughs> how would your world look and you can be both realistic and unrealistic about it in your, your summation I hope that in a year from now that I'm 
Even though I said earlier that I don't mind if I have to well, stop look working. At two years ago. Right, aye. I, f- I don't know about for you, but for me, I could never have imagined two years ago this is where I would be. No, me too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it is kind of important to kind of take a step back sometimes and look at that because a lot of things have changed for me over that time. And I guess in a year, I just want to have a TV series on the telly mm. and I want to be. I've been. I'm working on some short film stuff as well now. So I'm like, I want to be. I want to just be fully making stuff and getting paid to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's a good answer. That's it. I want to be doing. I want to be being creative and getting paid to do it. That's it. And no having a job. Because I never want a job. I seen a tweet the other day and it said, What's your dream job? I don't I've never dreamed of labour. <laughs> and I thought I've never Mine resonated would be with like, so much. If you ask me that question, it'd be like, have you ever seen like old depictions of Cleopatra lying on like a chaise long getting fed Aye, grapes? Like that's me. That's what I want. I actually might buy a chaise long. I've been thinking about it. You just to fully, fully uh, relax. I you, don't own one yet. You've uh, you've you've totally made it in life, and you've got one of those. Absolutely. Um, I suppose always leave the people wanting more. So we'll wrap up here. Yes. Do you think the people want more? I don't know. They do. They want they do. more. They do. So that positive. That was positive. I'm making it. Putting a positive spin. The Aye. people want more, so we'll leave them there. Exactly. We'll leave them hanging, and we'll do it again <laughs> soon. Now, thanks for coming in, especially for the second time since. Don't worry. Done. That's fine. I don't mind. What are you up to for this video? I have to go and do a meeting, see a man See, try to get a fucking coffee with this guy, man. I know it's not happening. I know. I know I would love to, but no, genuinely, I'm working on a project quite solidly for the next month or so. Yes, I. So um, I need to get it done. The one that I'll tell everybody about if they just DM me. Aye, one you'll tell absolutely nobody about. I'll send you you a five minute voice (laughs) note telling you exactly what he's up to. No, it's been great. But that makes it sound so much more exciting. Than it is, ex- it aye, is well, exciting. Aye, it yeah. is, but we can't tell anybody. Aye. Sorry, only close friends get to know. Apologies, yeah. you peasants will never get to know. <laughs> but anyway, thank you to you peasants for listening. Really appreciate it, uh, as always. And we'll be back again for another episode of Bleathered soon. Cheers. Cheers. Leathered was written, recorded and produced by Sean McDonald in association with The Big Light. Music and post-production by Brian McAlpine and for more information, go to thebiglight.com. If you like this podcast, please check out all our other series including Talk Media, You Could Start a Fight in an Empty House, Talking Derry Girls, Brave Your Day, The Tartan Noir Show, Double Scotch, Great Scott, Trust Me I'm a Leader, Unearthed, A Sonic Hug and Old School. All on the Big Light, Scotland's podcast network. From the Big Light Studio.